0: top of wisconsin bayfield county is considered by many of the locals to be the wild side of the dairy state this is a place of majestic beauty with national treasures that include the apostle islands the natural wonders of its sea caves and rugged sandstone cliffs that frame the clear waters of lake superior home to bountiful inland lakes and trails that endlessly wind through the forest it is where heart-thumping adventures and peaceful tranquility seamlessly weave into an outdoor paradise. This is Bayfield County Wild.
1: Welcome to Bayfield County Wild, the show that uncovers those special places and experiences that create a lifetime of memories. I'm Nancy Christopher, along with Mary Motif, Director of Bayfield County Tourism. Hi, Mary. Hi, Nancy. You know what? I love the fall. I, I, The leaves are changing. The farmers are harvesting. What happens in Bayfield County in October?
2: I have to admit, fall is my favorite season. I'm a little biased as well. And lots of things are happening up here. Fall is actually our second most popular season immediately following summertime, and it's a gorgeous season. It's, it's cooler outside, the leaves are changing, it's just a, a little less busy, but still enough happening where it's really a fun time to be up here. We have so many uh, fruit farms and orchards throughout the county that that's one of the most popular times to come and experience apples. Of course, our biggest event in October is Apple Festival up in Bayfield, and that has been a long standing tradition. And it's everything Apple all weekend long. And that's coming up soon, right? It's always the first full weekend of October, including the Friday. And so uh, this year, it's a, it falls a little bit later than in some years. But uh, anyway, Apple Festival is awesome. If you love a big, fun festival, if you like to avoid big, fun festivals, you can come any other week when, and experience the orchards up close and personal And have just as much fun, just not in the big festival atmosphere. Although a lot of them are doing extra things throughout the whole harvest season, like corn mazes and hay rides and all sorts of live music and and fun things like that are going on at the orchards. And that's, of course, when they have all their carameled apples available. Mm. My favorite is the coconut carameled apple.
1: Your coconut, do you have a favorite apple type or?
2: Apple variety.
1: Apple variety, that's the word.
2: (laughs) That, I I don't. I, I There are so many varieties, and I enjoy them all in different ways. It's the carameled apples that I have.
1: A oh, you do? A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of a sweet tooth. I love those honey crisps. Do you guys? Well,
2: those are excellent, and we do have a number of orchards that offer the honey crisp. And they have so many that are – they're a variety – that has been around for years and years, uh, heirloom varieties. And and so there are apples here that you won't be able to get in other places because of the tradition that has carried on growing certain types of apples. And then beyond apples, we have a couple of really amazing corn mazes, and that was not a pun by any means uh, intended <laughs> But the Ulu corn maze, and then there's another one down in the central part of the county that's relatively new, but it looks like they're going for a pretty complex design this year. And and then at the end of the month, uh, Washburn hosts an event called Zombie Days. So be sure to get ready to come and experience Zombie Days in Washburn later this month.
1: You know, I'm glad you mentioned the zombies and stuff because it sounds so family-oriented, what you're talking about, and yet... You know, we are getting into the Halloween season, and those corn mazes can be pretty pretty awesome when you're going haunting.
2: Yes, and you can do the corn mazes during the day, or you can do wait and do the haunted corn maze. As it gets closer to Halloween, they do the evening haunted corn mazes where there are creatures that are throughout the corn maze that jump out and scare you, and that really... You you have to be the kind of person who likes that, and I am, and and it was
1: awesome. Oh, I am, too. I am, too. Believe me. (laughs) Well, you know, Mary, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk to someone who's plenty busy in the fall. John Hamilton is the owner of White Winter Winery in Iron River, Wisconsin. Great. Can't wait. Since 1954, Erickson Orchard in Bayfield, Wisconsin has been planting and selling apples and strawberries ready-picked or hand-picked by visitors. Family-owned and operated, the Erickson's grow eight varieties of apples along with pears, strawberries, raspberries, and blueberries when they are in season. Stop by the Country Store for the Erickson's famous apple cider donuts and fruit pies along with muriels jams, and jellies, and a variety of unique gifts and food items. And new this year, Erickson Orchard is adding pumpkins. To find out when apples and berries are ripe for the picking, visit Erickson Orchard at 715-779-5438 or visit the farm at 86600 Betzold Road in Bayfield. We are back with Bayfield County Wild and we'd like to welcome John Hamilton of White Winter Winery in Iron River and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite things, wine and spirits. Hi John, how are you?
3: Hey, how's it going? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks.
1: I am doing great. So tell us about the winery. How did you get it started?
3: Well, we've been in business since about 1996, so we've celebrated our 21st birthday this year. We're now legal. (laughs) And uh, we specialize in an age-old esoteric beverage called mead, which is made from honey as the base fermentable sugar. And we also make hard cider, and we distill some of our products as well to make a really fabulous spirit.
1: So mead, I've never tasted that. What does it taste like?
3: Well, that's a really loaded question because (laughs) uh, it tastes different no matter which one you try. We have about, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 to 24 different styles of mead, everything ranging from very dry red style made with black currants to a very sweet traditional mead that's just honey and water fermented out.
1: You use fruits that are locally grown there by small farms around you to make the meads and the cider. What is it about the fruits that grow in Bayfield County, and and what is it about the area that makes it a great climate for growing?
3: Well, Bayfield County is about 12 square miles, uh, a 12 square mile microclimate that is really suited to bramble fruit production, raspberries, uh, blueberries, black currants, and certainly apples. They, they've got a really long History of growing strawberries there too, so we have some uh, really fabulous fruits uh, extended out in the growing season by the by Lake Superior.
1: So it's not a, a hard there to get your five servings of fruits and vegetables every day.
3: <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, lots of veggie growers too. We haven't we haven't made a veggie mead yet, but you know you never know someday.
1: Yeah, that might be interesting.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. So. You also produce spirits. What kind of spirits, and can you describe the production process?
3: Sure. So we take some of our base meads, uh, and we'll distill those out, so they generally are running about 11 or so, 12% alcohol. And I have a small Alembic uh, copper pot still. It's about 38 gallons, and we'll heat that up to the boiling point of alcohol, which is about, uh, let's see, 174 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, about 78 degrees Celsius. It turns that alcohol into a vapor that then rises up into the helmet or the head of the still, and then it comes over to a, another pot filled with uh, cool water uh, via a copper pipe, and then it goes down into a what's called a worm, and it's just a copper coil that goes up down into the second uh, copper pot that's filled with the cold water, and it recondenses it into a um, into a liquid and it comes out the end into a glass jug and we'll um, distill that twice and capture the essence of that fruit and honey product in that alcohol distillate and it's very unique to our area because what we make as the base product is very unique to our area and really what I call expresses the terroir of our area. You know, they talk about grape wines uh, having a terroir from France, certain areas of France or Spain or what have you, that really express that microclimate in the glass. And it's kind of the same way for us. You know, whether we're talking about the fruits or we're talking about the honeys, uh, it's really an expression of, of that base fermentable sugar uh, coming out in the end product. So in this case, it would be with the spirits. So some of those spirits are a white spirit, which means that we don't age them at all. They're just meant to be drank relatively quickly. They're not, they're not laid on wood. And then some we have that are uh, would be considered a brown spirit that we lay on oak or we lay on apple wood for a period of time. And this year we've been distilling for about, I don't know, maybe three and a half years, four years. And this year was the first year that we entered any competitions. I, I wasn't really expecting to win anything, but I really just wanted the feedback from the judges to see what I could improve. And we ended up winning a couple of a silver medal and a couple of bronze medals with our products. So,
1: Wow. Congratulations. Very happy about that. Yeah. yeah. So when you call- I can't wait to try some of those. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure you can't, Mary. <laughs>
2: I guess I'll have to be off the clock first, though.
1: Right. How how long is that whole process that you described? Is it days, months, weeks, years?
3: Uh, no. The well, the the fermentation of the base wines probably takes about uh, the actual fermentation part takes about thirty days, twenty to thirty days, and then we go through a series of steps uh, of of fining and filtering or clarifying the products, and then they'll sit in bulk storage until we're ready to bottle them. And it's generally about 12 to 18 months before uh, things are in the bottle uh, and we're ready to consume them. And then we take a portion of that and uh, ferment it out dry if we can, and then um, distill it out. And actual distillation just takes a few days. It's not very long at all. And then it'll sit on oak for a period of time, so.
1: Well, and kind of excuse my ignorance a little bit about these things but when you say spirits i think of vodka bourbon whiskey is that kind of spirits or is it more of exactly a... oh, Yep. Yeah. they're 80
3: they're 80 proof mm-hmm. and our um, shadow mist which is made with black currant and honey uh, is probably the most most similar to a traditional grape brandy doesn't really quite taste like a great ba- brandy because they again they have very unique flavors with the with the addition of the honey and the black currant um just adds a really unique flavor that's that's very much uh, unique to our region.
1: Well, and exactly, and I know brandy, I think, in Wisco- Wisconsin's probably got to be the biggest consumers of brandy in the nation.
3: Yes, they are.
1: <laughs> Do you have
2: your own mix of old-fashioned that you've created yet?
3: You know, we haven't come up with our own, but uh, last year, uh, Northland College had their uh, Fall Fest and um, used the... Uh, supper club as, as kind of the theme and they made brandy old fashions for that using our products. So It was a lot of fun.
1: You, you know, you also, um, mentioned your ciders and we didn't talk too much about that. Tell us a little bit about the ciders there.
3: Sure. Well, we get our cider already pressed from Erickson's orchard and, uh, the Erickson's have been in, uh, had the farm up there for, I think, over a hundred years now. They're one of the heritage farms in the Bayfield area. And, um, I started doing business with Jim and Muriel Erickson and I think Jim is 89, maybe 90, maybe he had his 90th birthday now and Muriel's right there with him. And uh, so we've, we've kind of left the, the apple mix to them because they're really the experts and now Fred Erickson, their son is taking over the farm. So we've uh, had some really interesting conversations about apple blends and things like that. So, but they're really the experts and they've, They've hit on a on a recipe using about five to six, sometimes seven different apple varieties out of their orchard. That's how we make our cider. So a hard cider is just simply the fresh-pressed cider that's fermented out, and then the way we make it, we lightly carbonate it. One winds up being a semi-dry uh, cider that's uh, lightly carbonated, and it's quite lovely. And this year, past year we started doing two uh, different varietals, so we do our traditional uh, hard cider, which is just a straight cider fermented, uh, the Northern Highland Cider, and then we make a Bois Brule, named after the, the Brule River, that's a hopped cider, and that particular one uh, has one uh, a gold medal, uh, best of class, and best Wisconsin cider in the University of Wisconsin competition that was held this past year. And then we also make an oak cider, the Oak Island Cider, after Oak Island and the Apostle Islands. Uh, That's lightly oaked and uh, a little more reminiscent of traditional uh, barrel-aged ciders from years gone by.
1: Boy, that sounds really delicious. Um, Do you have tastings or tours that people can take when they come up there?
3: Yeah, absolutely. All during our our, uh, open hours, we have the tasting bar and gift shop open. And there's usually uh, one particular feature of the day that's free. And then we do uh, three samples for $5, seven samples for $10, or 15 samples for $20. And you can mix and match uh, and use that system any way you want to to get as many as you can out of there. So
1: Okay, so anyways, we're going to take a quick break, John. And when we come back, I'd, I'd like to talk to you a little bit more about your winery and also about how craft and agriculture is reshaping the local landscape in Bayfield County. Will you stick around?
3: Absolutely. Great.
0: Bayfield's Old Rittenhouse Inn is Wisconsin's first country inn and gourmet restaurant. Enjoy a stay in any of their 20 guest rooms in two historic Victorian homes and private cottages with fireplaces, whirlpool tubs, and spectacular Lake Superior views. The romantic bed and breakfast feels like home the moment you step inside. If you're staying nearby, you're always welcome to enjoy the landmark restaurant at the Old House Inn. For breakfast, brunch, or dinner, the Old House Inn just blocks off Lake Superior in downtown Bayfield or visit... Rittenhousein.com.
1: We are back with Bayfield County Wild, and I am joined by Mary Moda. She's the Director of Tourism for Bayfield County, and our guest today is John Hamilton, and he owns the Winter... I got that wrong, John. It's the White Winter Winery, correct?
3: That's correct, yeah.
1: You had to have those WWWs right now. I row. know.
3: It's confusing. <laughs> We're shortening it up to just White Winter, so...
1: So anyways, we talked a lot about the process of making your ciders and your mead. You did say there are tours and tastings. You also have a store there as well, correct?
3: That's correct. We do have a gift shop so people can come in and browse, and you can buy a cocktail or a glass of mead and sit on the porch and enjoy that.
1: And what kind of things do you sell at the store?
3: Oh, golly, you name it. T-shirts, hats, usually. Just lots of gift items, things that have to do with uh, how to drink a better glass of mead, greeting cards, you know, handcrafted cork stoppers, bottle stoppers, things like that.
1: We had talked earlier about the many fruits that are grown here. How big is agritourism? I guess it's a question to both you and John. Mary, how big is agritourism in Bayfield County?
2: Sure. Agritourism is actually... um really taking off it has it has grown immensely it, it's always been a tradition here in Bayfield County uh, especially up in in those hills surrounding Bayfield young farmers are really getting involved more in in farming up here the interest level is high and it's really a great way of life uh, to have a, a farm utilizing local products and then cooperating with the area businesses who can do the value added portion and turn it into all sorts of products that they can then sell, not only to folks here, uh, but people who come to visit and online as well.
1: I would think that craft wine, just like beer, is really exploding in popularity. How much of an influence has agriculture had on the craft industry here in Bayfield County, John?
3: Oh, it's been tremendous. You know, when we first started over 21 years ago, there was only South Shore Brewery. Uh, in the area, and they they really led the way, Beau Belanger and his crew, uh, Mark Utter, over in Ashland. Now that after 21 years, there's uh, White Winter, of course, uh, in Bayfield County, and Hauser's Superior View Farm Winery, uh, Seven Ponds Winery, and uh, John Dale just opened up uh, Pikes Creek Winery uh, in Bayfield and at Highland Valley Farm, and Highland Valley is one of the Farms that we buy our blueberries and black currants from, and they again they've been doing a fantastic job and are just been transitioning from Rick and Janet Dale as the founders of that farm to their kids. uh, John and Chris and Magdalene uh, have been taking that over over the last couple of years, so it's really exciting to see the transition of the founding members of the family and the kids coming now, coming in and taking things over and moving those farms forward into the next generation and hopefully generations beyond and it's not just fruit you know it's vegetables it's cattle, it's sheep, it's lamb, uh, it's cheese a great example that was founded about maybe six or seven years ago now was the the Bayfield uh, Regional Food Producers Cooperative and it's a group of farmers and value-added producers like ourselves that got together and said hey we can do a better job you know we can do a better job selling Uh, And marketing our products uh, than what we've been able to do alone, and so we formed this cooperative. uh, Started a CSA, which has been really great. We sell all over the region, into Duluth and Superior. There's also value-added producers like Spear Creek Farm, White Winter. Who else? Oh, uh, Sassy Nanny Cheese, Happy Hollow Cheese. (laughs) Uh, Just I I think there's about what 15, 14, or 15. Uh, different farms and value-added producers represented in, in the uh, Bayfield Food Producers Cooperative. Boy, that's, and, uh, a,
1: that's a lot of friendly competition up there.
3: It is. It's kind of a the word that I've heard coined is uh, a coopetition. So you know one farmer would have a hard time filling a CSA box with a lot of variety. Well we can give those CSA customers uh, pasture raised uh, organic beef, lamb, chicken, cheese, our non-alcoholic spritzes. We can't sell any of the alcohol stuff through the co-op. All the fruits and vegetables that you could imagine, blueberries, apples, strawberries, raspberries, you know, all the lettuces, kale, everything. You know, it's anything you'd find in the produce aisle and then some. Yep. Uh, so, it, it's amazing.
1: So if people want to participate in the craft process with equity funding and revenue sharing. How do, we, how do they do that?
3: Well, that's kind of the next step in the evolution of the process. So now there's companies like, well, like the co-op or maybe like Erickson's, uh, Fred's expanding his cider production facility and we're expanding our distillation facility and looking to buy a new bottler. So there's a lot of folks that come to the area, not necessarily local people, but folks that... We've touched through our business or others have touched through their businesses, and they want to be a part of the experience. And that's really what we do is we provide a really unique experience for our customers. You know, they get to come in, and I can't tell you how many people walk in the door and they stop and they take a deep breath and they just go, oh, God, I love the smell of this place. It's just amazing, you know? And they want to be a part of that. And this is a way that they can be a part of it. They can, through crowdfunding, uh, through uh, revenue sharing agreements with producers, through equity financing, you know, maybe somebody has the ability uh, to float a loan uh, with good good terms, you know, so that we can pay on that note seasonally rather than all year round. We can help pay interest only uh, with patient capital notes and, and things of that nature. So.
1: Getting back to your winery, John, what's the best way for people to take advantage of buying some of your award-winning ciders and meads?
3: Well, of course, we always love it when people walk in the front door. Uh, We love to say hi to people and talk to people and find out why they're here, what they're doing, and how we can help make their stay uh, a more pleasant experience and how we can refer them on to other businesses in the area. Uh, The other way they can can, uh, get our products is they can order online.
1: Well, John, thank you so much. It's been great having you here.
3: Well, thank you so much. We sure appreciate you taking the time to let us come on. And what I'd love to do is for listeners of this podcast – uh, we're going to put up a coupon on our website, and you can download that coupon and bring it in, or you can uh, use it as a coupon code on the website to put on a web order. So just go to that, mention it to us. If you if you come in, show it to us on your phone. We'd love to know if you're listening,
1: and i Get think a on, for it, so. it, That's really generous of you, and I think on top of that, we'll put that information in our show notes as well. That way people can download that coupon as well.
3: Excellent. Thank you so much.
1: All right. Thank you, John. And you know, Mary, I know uh, one thing that goes really good with mead and spirits, and that's the holiday. So when we come back, can we talk a little bit about the holidays and what happens in Bayfield?
0: That sounds great. North Country Vacation Rentals is your source for a variety of vacation home and cabin rentals throughout Bayfield County and the Northwoods. No matter if your passion is ATVs, fishing, snowmobiling, hiking, or biking, North Country has the hospitality options that will make your vacation memorable. Check out all your vacation rental options at northcountryvacationrentals.net.
1: And welcome back to Bayfield County Wild. You know, the holidays are right around the corner. And with me today is Mary Motif. She's the director of tourism for Bayfield County. Uh, for Bayfield County, we're going to talk a little bit about the holidays up in Bayfield and what people should plan for in uh, December and November.
2: Well, you know, sticking with the White Winter theme, one of my favorite holiday drinks they sell here at White Winter, and it's called Glog, and it's <laughs> it's a non-alcoholic beverage, but it's like a spiced kind of it's almost like a spiced cider but you can mix it with the wine that they sell at the winery or you can have it non-alcoholic and just warm it up and serve it as is and it's just it's it smells so wonderful when you're warming it up to serve either just for your own family or to have guests over it's it, it's really something to get you in the mood for the holidays
1: Boy, you all have all kinds of ways to enjoy the holidays, don't you? Well, tell me about some of the uh, <laughs> tell me about some of the activities or special things that happen during the holidays.
2: One of the favorite things um, that that people tell me about and that I've been to myself is it's called a Wassail dinner at the old Rittenhouse Inn up in Bayfield. And you will never experience anything quite like it. I was a little hesitant when I heard what it was, and it, it's basically this beautiful multi course dinner with music accompanying it. And so the Rittenhouse singers sing a repertoire of different holiday-themed songs while you're dining. And Mm. at first you think, oh, do I really want people singing to me as I'm eating dinner? But they work it out and it just works. It's just a fun, fun experience. And uh, they have the the, uh, boar's head that comes out on a big platter and it's it's just it mixes history and theater and really wonderful music with a di- with a fabulous dining experience. So that's probably our most popular holiday event.
1: And what about outdoors? Are there um, tree lightings or?
2: There are a lot of our a lot of our communities have um, tree lightings, and those are just so neat. You know, it's it's always fun to to have the snow and the, the atmosphere of getting excited for the holidays with the big dramatic lighting of the Christmas trees in, in the middle of town. And of course, along with that, um, sometimes there are other festivities and celebrations that are happening um, to kind of prolong that because it's just such a fun evening to get together and, and do something like that. And those, those usually start at the end of November, getting ready for the holiday season, And those wassail dinners actually happen frequently for a number of weeks. And so you have an extended time period to experience that.
1: Okay. And what about uh, lodging? Do you need to make reservations that time of year or is it pretty easy?
2: It generally is pretty easy during the holidays. It's definitely not our busiest season. And so you're always going to find something even if you decide last minute to make the trip. It's not necessarily going to be right at the old Rittenhouse Inn if you're coming for a wassail dinner because those may tend to fill up um, during that season, unless you've made a reservation ahead of time. But we have so many really wonderful lodging facilities throughout the whole area that you will find somewhere nice to stay without a reservation.
1: All righty then. Well, thank you so much, Mary. It's been a, a wonderful talking to you and John, and I look forward to our next episode. And I would also like to mention to everyone that's listening, if you like what you've heard, please don't forget to share, review, or subscribe to Bayfield County Wild. We'll have all the links and resources for today's episode in our show notes if you'd like more information. So on behalf of Mary and myself, thank you for listening to Bayfield County Wild.